0: Too often, men don't know what they stand for or why. As men, we must have a rock-solid understanding of who we are, what we stand for, and where our boundaries are, and then enforce those boundaries with vigilance. In this episode, we'll be talking about the importance of developing an ethos, how to do it, and most importantly, how to live by it. What kind of man are you? This life will require you to be steadfast, immovable, strong, and courageous. Though this world says you should get a trophy just for showing up, and there are no winners and losers, you must train to win the prize. You do the hard things. You persevere. You are becoming the man God created you to be. You exercise discipline, the discipline of manliness. Guys, welcome back to another episode in the Discipline of Manliness podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in again for another week. I'm excited to be back with you again talking with you on more topics about masculinity and how we ultimately become the men that God made us to be. That is what this show is all about, guys. For those of you who are new, we talk about all things masculinity. I get into a lot of different aspects as to how we become the men that God made us to be. And I even interview other powerful men who are influential in my life and who help me become a better man each and every day. And I share with you their thoughts And what things they've done, their tactics in becoming better and better men. And so guys, I hope this will be an impactful show for you. And if you're new, I hope this means a lot. I hope it impacts you in a really positive way. And that you guys will be willing to share this show with your friends, your family, uh, other men around you, you know, that are working to become better and better men. So in this show, I'm I'm excited to bring you this one. This is going to be a great show if this is your first, talking about developing a personal ethos. And I think this could really be impactful for you guys even as you go back and listen to previous episodes. I think that doing this was really going to help those previous episodes stand out and make it even more impactful for you as you try to implement the advice from those shows too. So, I'm excited for you guys today. Thanks so much for joining me. And uh, for those of you who are coming back for another episode, thanks for coming back and continuing to support this podcast and listen. But today, we are going to get right into it. And as I said in the intro, too many men just don't know what they stand for or why. And it is something we have to know. We have to have hard lines in the sand, we've got to have these anchor points that really guide our actions and what we do. And it's not something that most men have really taken the time to identify and to choose to live by in their life. And I do think this is an important and even critical step. So what what is an ethos? An ethos is, if you want to look at an actual definition, it is the characteristic spirit of a culture era, or community as manifested in its beliefs and aspirations. Essentially, it's a statement or a series of statements about what you believe that represent your values and your character. These are basically a guiding set of principles that anchor you when life and the trials of life tempt you to compromise. And that is exactly why you need one. Guys, life is going to get hard. There will be times that difficult situations and circumstances are going to press on you in such a way that there's going to be something that's just so easy to do that's outside of your value system. It's outside of your convictions and what you know is right. And likely no one may ever know that you even did this thing that you know you probably shouldn't or that it's something you just are willing to compromise in in this moment of of trial. And you have to have a guiding set of principles, something to fall back on, that keeps you accountable and that guides you through that time so that you don't compromise your integrity and your value system. So this is an important thing that we really need to take seriously and develop in our own lives so that we have this. And you can do this in a lot of ways. I'm actually not going to share with you exactly what mine is because I don't want you guys to use it as just your own. Like I don't want you just to take mine and use it. I want you to truly develop your own. And I can I'll talk to you a little bit about how I did mine, but ultimately I just want to share a few other ones with you, as I've read different authors and and seen different ethos representations in my experience. Uh, there's been a few that really stood out to me. I thought were really good. Um, I never served in the military, so I didn't get these from service, but I have read things like the the SEAL ethos and the Army Rangers creed. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read you each of those right now, just so you can get a good example of what a good ethos sounds like. So the ranger's creed, I'm going to start with that one. Never shall I fail my comrades. I will always keep myself mentally alert, physically strong, and morally straight, and I will shoulder more than my share of the task, whatever it may be, 100% and then some. Gallantly will I show the world that I am a specially selected and well-trained soldier. My courtesy to superior officers... Neatness of dress and care of equipment shall set the example for others to follow. Energetically will I meet the enemies of my country. I shall defeat them on the field of battle, for I am better trained and will fight with all my might. Surrender is not a ranger word. I will never leave a fallen comrade to fall into the hands of the enemy, and under no circumstances will I ever embarrass my country. Readily will I display the intestinal fortitude required to fight on to the ranger objective, and complete the mission, though I be the lone survivor. Rangers lead the way. That is an excellent ethos. That is an exe- excellent example of a guiding set of principles. It identifies so many characteristics and character values that are important to keep in the forefront of your mind that will help guide you through trying circumstances. You know, things like uh, I, I will keep myself mentally alert, physically strong, and morally straight. Uh, I'll shoulder more than my share of the task, whatever it may be. Those are things that when you put those on paper, on purpose, it's going to guide you in moments when you want to shirk that responsibility or times when you um, feel like slacking off, but you said, I'm going to be physically strong. There's just, it's a guiding set of principles. Now, the other one I really like too is the SEAL ethos. It's a little bit longer, but bear with me because I do think this is an excellent ethos and I really like a lot of what it says as well. In times of war or uncertainty, there is a special breed of warrior ready to answer our nation's call. Common citizens with uncommon desire to succeed. Forged by adversity, they stand alongside America's finest special operations forces to serve their country, the American people, and protect their way of life. I am that warrior. My trident is a symbol of honor and heritage, bestowed upon me by the heroes that have gone before. It embodies the trust of those that I have sworn to protect, By wearing the trident, I accept the responsibility of my chosen profession and way of life. It is a privilege that I must earn every day. My loyalty to country and team is beyond reproach. I humbly serve as a guardian to my fellow Americans, always ready to defend those who are unable to defend themselves. I do not advertise the nature of my work nor seek recognition for my actions. I voluntarily accept the inherent hazards of my profession, placing the welfare and security of others before my own. I serve with honor on and off the battlefield. The ability to control my emotions and my actions, regardless of the circumstances, sets me apart from others. Uncompromising integrity is my standard. My character and honor are steadfast. My word is my bond. We expect to lead and be led. In the absence of orders, I will take charge, lead my teammates, and accomplish the mission. I lead by example in all situations. I will never quit. I persevere and thrive on adversity. My nation expects me to be physically harder and mentally stronger than my enemies. If knocked down, I will get back up every time. I will draw on every remaining ounce of strength to protect my teammates and to accomplish our mission. I am never out of the fight. We demand discipline. We expect innovation. The lives of my teammates and the success of our mission depend on me, my technical skill, tactical proficiency, and attention to the to detail. My training is never complete. We train for war and fight to win. I stand ready to bring the full spectrum of combat power to bear in order to achieve my mission and the goals established by my country. The execution of my duties will be swift and violent when required, yet guided by the very principles that I serve to defend. Brave SEALs have fought and died building the proud tradition and feared reputation that I am bound to uphold. In the worst of conditions, the legacy of my teammates steadies my resolve and silently guides my every deed. I will not fail. Another excellent example of an incredible ethos, something that is that guiding set of principles. All these statements that talk about service, that talk about humility, that talk about serving other people through their actions, being tactically proficient, being excellent in everything you do, never being out of the fight, training to win, all this stuff. This is this is the stuff that is going through the mind of anyone who's who's going to identify with this ethos or anybody who's sworn to live by this ethos. And that is, I think, why we need to have our own. And I'm not going to take the SEAL ethos and claim that as my own. It's certainly not. Like I said, I didn't serve in the military, let alone earn the right to to claim that ethos by any means. But having a set of principles and identifying the principles that are most important to me and to my values, to my character is a hugely important thing that I have to take the time to carefully select, put down on paper and then live out on my in my daily life. And I think that is going to be important for all of us to do that as men. I think this will add a ton of transparency to who you are when others might see this. And again, I don't think this is something you necessarily advertise, but when when it comes down to it, people will be able to tell if you're living by something like this or not. It is, I think, a rarity in our culture today that we we take words like honor and, and integrity and valor really seriously. So when you live by a set of statements that is going to identify and represent those things. I think it's going to be pretty obvious, but I think it's really important it is going to help guide you through really trying times and times where you might feel like giving up otherwise. So ultimately, how do you develop a personal ethos? Well, the first thing you need to do if it wasn't obvious already, you have to identify your core values. You really need to sit down and think, if I had to just pick, you know, a set of of really important things, things that I would be willing to die for. The, like that level of core value. Those are the things you have to identify. Pinpoint those. And then you're going to, the next thing you're going to do is you're going to take those core values and you're going to turn them into action statements or I am or I will statements. So that's going to be your first two steps. So identify your core values. You know, it might be things like integrity, honesty. It could be strength. It could be discipline. It could be a a lot of different things. But you got to figure out what your core values are, then turn them into action statements. So you're going to take that. So if it's integrity, you're going to say, instead of just using the word integrity in there, you're going to say, you know, I am a man of integrity. And here's the kicker. You may not have always been a man of integrity. You may not have always been a man who lived by your word and others might know that. But it's never too late to put this down on paper, to choose to live a different way, to turn from the way you've lived in the past and to make a new start for yourself. And I don't think we're always going to live up to, you know, our ethos or our set of principles perfectly every day, all the time. We're not, we're going to fail and we're going to fall short and, and we don't want to do that, but I I can tell you personally, I, I know I have, and I will. But I'm working to fail on those things less and less. I'm always working to use this set of principles to make sure that I'm not falling short and to try to help me do better each and every day. And that's why you have these things is, you know, hey, I haven't lived like this in the past, but now I'm going to. So I am a man of integrity. And you can even expand on that by saying how you're going to be a man of integrity. You know, I I work until, you know, from the moment I punch in at work to the moment I punch out. You know, I I don't fall short. I don't take shortcuts, right? You know, whatever whatever you feel like saying in that to represent that you are a man of integrity, those are things you're you can expand upon in your ethos. And then I think the third thing, ultimately, you're going to have to do. So, like I said, identify core values, turn them into action statements, is number two. You have to know your why as your number three. So you can't just identify good core values that. I think, you know, all of us might want to use, like I said, integrity is one. I think everybody probably wants to be a person of integrity. It'd be easy to just default to it, but don't just default to things that are good. Know your why of, of why you're choosing that statement. You know, why is it that important to you? When I chose mine, I mean, uh, most of mine are actually taken from scripture because again, I choose to put mine in something that is, infallible, never going to change. I don't want to, you know, stake, uh, you know, an anchor in the ground here of in in a, in something that's uh, a fad or something that would be changed over time due to cultures and society pressures and things like that. I want something that is timeless. And that's why I'm going to choose to use scripture for mine. So I chose a lot of things that I just see that men are called to throughout scripture. And that's where I went through, found a bunch of representations of what those things are in scripture. And I took those and then said, okay, these are my, these are my core values. This is what I want to utilize as my core set of values and who I, who I envision being or how I envision going forward with my ethos. And that's how I I knew that these things were going to be the most important to me. So again, just go through, go through scripture. If you want, find the most important things or the things that stand out to you the most, and then make those your core values, turn them into action statements and expand on those a little bit. As you go through, as you saw, the SEAL ethos is a little bit longer and it does go through some specifics. When it says I'm never out of the fight, you know it talks about we demand discipline, expect innovation, and then the why, like the lives of my teammates and the success of our mission depend on me. And that's why I'm going to be this way. This is why I'm never going to let myself be out of the fight. So go through your what or your uh, statements that you've made, your action statements and then expand on even that why so that you always remember this is what makes this statement so important in my ethos. I realized at this point in the podcast, you know, I I did skip over something I wanted to get to earlier. Some of you might be thinking or wondering, you know, what's ultimately the difference here between an ethos and a vision? Because you guys have heard me talk about vision and having a vision of the man that you want to become in your life. And I do think there's actually a difference in these two things. You could maybe argue they're the same type of thing. Uh, I actually do think they're different. I think a vision is who you want to be, it's who you want to become in the long run, it's a long term picture in your mind of who you want to become, that idea of who you could be fueled by a conviction that you should be. I think that's what a vision is. I think the ethos is how you're going to get there. I think an ethos is the compass that directs how you become that man. It's the thing that ultimately keeps you pointed pointed in the right direction when things are going crazy in life, when you can't even see the next step in front of you and when those pressures, again, attempt you to compromise and you wonder what you really should do, you know, what you could maybe get away with versus the right thing to do. So I think that's kind of the difference. The the vision is, is who you want to be. The ethos is how you get there. So just wanted to go back and clarify kind of the difference in how I see a, a vision and an, and an ethos and how I actually think they work together to ultimately make us that man that God designed us to be. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about that difference. We've talked about how you develop a personal ethos. Now I want to get to how do we live by an ethos? First of all, I think you have to put it on display. Again, I I talked earlier about not sharing mine with you in this podcast. It's not something I'm going to read out. And I, I don't display it for every person in the world who comes into my house to see. That's not what I mean. I mean, you should have it on display for you you guys should have this somewhere where you can read it regularly. Like you should have this not just typed up in your phone or just on a computer. I think you really should, if you're artistic, you know, write it out and put this on a nice piece of paper and, you know, frame it. Um, If you're not artistic, but you can use a computer and you can use some fancy fonts and you can design it into a cool poster, do that and have it printed. But put it on display. And then that second part of this, or the next thing I would say, is just reference it regularly, and especially in times of difficulty. But I think you should put this on display, have it be something that's nice, even sign it. Uh, I think that would be another cool thing to do, so that you see your name, you know, in writing underneath these statements that are a core element of who you are and who you are as a as a man and your character. To see your name right there under these I am or I will statements is going to be a powerful thing for you that helps direct and guide you when things get hard. So put it on display as number one. Number two, reference it regularly. Number three, filter decisions through it. When you are faced with decisions, maybe even minor decisions, run them through your ethos. And again, for me, having one that's founded in scripture, I know I can rely on my ethos. It's not going to be a fad. It's not going to be something that's wishy-washy. It's something solid that I know. I'm, I'm not just running it through a personal opinion that I've developed based on uh, my own preference. I'm, de- I'm running it through something that is rock solid, that is much bigger than me, and I can count on it to help guide those decisions. So even in times where the decision seems minor, filter your decisions through your ethos to ensure that you are living up to it and doing the things that you know you want to be doing as part of your overall character. And that way, when you have times where you have really difficult decisions and things seem really hard, you're going to be in the habit of filtering any decision through your ethos so that hard decisions will also get filtered through that as well to ensure that you aren't compromising in times of difficulty. So put it on display, reference it regularly, filter decisions through it, and then number four, establish accountability around it. This is where, again, I don't share this with every single person, but I I have shown my ethos to certain people that I believe are like-minded and who I think will call me out on it if I'm not living up to it. So obviously, my wife is one. Obviously, I would never keep keep something like this from her. This is a a pretty core thing to me and something she needs to be aware of. Although I did develop this on my own, um, she was definitely i mean instrumental in in me wanting to develop this and knowing that I wanted to be a particular kind of man for my wife. I, so I definitely told her all about this as I went through it and shared these ideas with her as, as I created them. Um, but then I also shared it with a few other men and other brothers who I believe are like-minded men who would call me out on this if, if needed. So I do think that having a certain amount of accountability around it is important. I think if you just only make it for yourself and you never share it and no one knows that you have it, then is it really going to hold you accountable? I mean, I think in some ways it can, but I think it will also help if you have, uh, again, a band of brothers around you who know about it, know you're living by it, or, and certainly know maybe some of the weak points where it's, it's hard for you or where you're most challenged or feel the weakest in that ethos that they'll be able to help call you up to another level and get you to work on those areas of weakness so that you can continue to improve in your life. So how to live by it, put it on display, reference it regularly, filter your decisions through it, and establish accountability. Like I said, this is, I think, a really critical step in us living out our masculinity in a way that God designed for us to and not in a way that the world tries to call toxic or you know, just tries to deem it as something that is us being macho or, or whatever. This is, I think a really key aspect so that when times of trial come for us or for others around us, we have that set of principles. You know, I look back at some of these earlier ones that talk about not leaving a, you know, a fallen comrade behind or how to, how to serve and how to consider how this is going to impact other people and how my role is so important in what I've sworn to do to ensure that I'm protecting and and providing and serving for other people around me. I think these are really important statements. And if the more you look at these things, the more you see them on a regular basis, you're you're going to have them in your head. And you're going to know it when you are faced with trials where you want to run away from the fight. You're going to know, no, that's, that's not the man I said I want to be. And you're going to know it's going to stand out to you much more apparently that you need to be living by this set of principles, this guiding set of principles that you've developed. So guys, I'd really just encourage you pour through scripture and review it. Look at the type of men that you really admire in the Bible and see what kind of men they were and what they lived by and how they chose to live. Um, See what things God is excited about when they do and what kind of uh, way they took a stand um, see, see what things disappointed God and just go through it and identify for yourself what stands out the most and figure out how you want to live those things out in your day-to-day life. And I think we're going to be way better off by figuring out those things and determining based on an infallible source, what kind of men we're supposed to be. If you guys have questions about how to develop this ethos, if something didn't make sense in this podcast, or you're just unclear about how to really determine and and identify these principles or these values or whatever it might be that you have questions on, guys, feel free to reach out to me anytime. You can email me at disciplineofmanliness at gmail.com or feel free to reach out to me on social platforms. I am Discipline of Manliness on Instagram and on Facebook. So you guys can reach out to me there as well. Uh, Definitely leave me some feedback. Leave me a rating and review on your podcast platform. But I would love to see those things coming in. Guys, it's really, really helpful when you guys leave those ratings and reviews. But definitely hit me up on social too. And just like I said, let me know what you're thinking about on this show as a show overall or even on this episode. Also, make sure you're sharing the show too, guys. If this one was impactful for you, if it stood out to you and challenged you in any way, Share it with a friend or with a brother somebody that you care about that you want to see stepping up in their life too and see what they think. Guys, even get together and talk about it and challenge each other to write your ethos and see see what each other comes up with. It could really strengthen your own ethos and what you're putting down for yourself by working on this with a friend or with a partner. And like I said, feel free just reach out to me anytime if you guys do have questions on developing this. But I'd really challenge you guys get this stuff written down on paper on purpose and have a rock solid set of principles that is going to guide you through times of trial in life and through good times to ensure that you are continually striving, training, practicing and growing as a man so that you're not slacking off during the good times in life and just kind of taking it easy because things are good. I'm excited to see what you guys come up with. I'd love to, again, get any feedback you guys have on this. So reach out to me when you can. I'd love to hear from you guys. I hope you guys have a great week. And until next time, guys, keep practicing the discipline of manliness.